What's up, y'all? BC here. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. Huge shout out to Team BC, right? If you guys are interested in joining my team, the investment side or the traditional side, you can reach out to me and we can talk. Uh, huge shout out to Modern Success and all the new stuff that I'm going to be doing and releasing here for my marketing. I appreciate all the support. BrianCasella.com. If you want to check out any of my products, coaching or services, Brian with the Y, Casella 1S, 2Ls. All right, let's begin. I wanted to talk about a very important subject that I think is something I've embraced for my whole life has been pushed in the past. And suddenly we've seen a resurgence of it. And I'm going to explain to you why we've seen a resurgence of it. And then how some of these concepts can, can really help you in your life. And, and what I want to first make clear to people is this, when you hear a new concept, right? Like this one, obviously, you know, from the titles, minimalism and things associated with it, right? Just because a concept comes out or you learn about it, it doesn't mean that all of a sudden you drop everything and you go 100% into this. Okay, That's messed up nowadays. Everybody thinks that you just have to do one thing and be one thing and that's it. And it's causing a lot of suffering. Okay, If you look into minimalism, you can practice minimalism without having to live in a box and throw everything away. Okay, Now, some people want to do it as a challenge. They uh, are doing it for social media because they said, hey, I'm going to try this out for 30 days. I'm going to go hardcore, right? If you do it for that purpose, cool. But just the average person, right? Any conceptual thing, any um, application thing like this, like a lifestyle thing, right? Even a, a dietary change that you want to make, you don't have to go 1 million percent all in and that's it, right? Because for most people, that's not sustainable. Number two, Making extreme changes like that normally causes crashes in most people, right? And again, unless it's a specific thing or moment, I wouldn't recommend that to most people in most circumstances, okay? So when you think of minimalism, think of what you can learn from it, what you can take from it, and not thinking that, hey, if I live in an apartment, I got to get rid of everything, sleep on the floor, have nothing on the wall, and that's it, okay? Because I own some things, but overall, my life is extremely minimalistic, you know? And I'm going to explain that. So I wanted to to say that first, because people have this subject and many other subjects messed up. And if you take that piece that I just gave you in the beginning, it can probably create a a massive change in your life right now. Okay. Because I consider myself somebody who assimilates many things and applies them at a very high level, but I'm not just one thing. I love stuff from warrior cultures, like the Spartans, the Samurais, right? And then I take a lot of stuff and I apply it. Same thing with my, my dietary things. And some are more extreme than others, but I'm not just one thing. Okay. So I want to make that clear. All right. So let's get into minimalism. Why has it had a resurgence? Well, the internet, number one, has been spreading a lot of information. It's readily accessible to most people on the planet, right? I think the majority of the planet at this point has at least access to the internet and it allows the free and easy accessibility in most cases, or at very cheap prices, information that once was just in books or or reserved for, for a particular portion of the, the world map and the world and regions, right? And countries. So that's one piece of it, right? Just the, the, the expansiveness of learning about more history, more cultures and things of that nature. Number two, you know, the last two years or a little bit more now, two years and one month, 25 months, many people were, were locked down. Many people were um, you know, forced out of their jobs. A lot of people lost their, their, their earning capability, lost jobs, their businesses closed down, et cetera, et cetera. So they had to, by, by virtue of all of that and literally being forced into it, 
are now living and having to live a more in quotes, minimalistic lifestyle because they don't have the capacity to have more. The people who are barely getting by, barely being able to scrape by on those monthly payments for the cars and the houses and the toys and the vacations and this and that suddenly couldn't do it anymore. And they had to go without many things. So for some people, they did it and suffered. Other people learned from it, right? Which is another reason people are looking, looking into this, but this is what you need to get from it. A lot of people always ask me and other people who are more established, who um, not are just established, but exhibit this quality to where we genuinely are not overly attached to things. Like you recently saw, I sold my Porsche, right? I've sold other cars. I bought some other ones. I bought an old classic, a Monte Carlo. If you haven't seen a 1980 Monte Carlo, which is the car from training day that Denzel Washington used, right? And I'm going to buy some other classics. I'm, I'm really considering right now, I have a lot of offers to sell my old Mark IV Supra. Might sell it. If you're interested, contact me, right? I'm not attached to these things. I can buy any of them, especially if we're talking material things, whenever I want. It's not that big of a deal. But part of my development in that has been this. I know what it's like to have nothing. I'm okay not having these things. And sometimes if I feel like I'm getting attached to something, I will get rid of it just to prove to myself that I'm not attached to it. And to demonstrate to the universe or whatever you believe in that I can get rid of this. It's not a problem because I've accumulated a lot of stuff now that I've moved multiple times in the last couple of years. And this last trip going across the country, you realize, man, if we're even just talking material things, there's a lot of stuff. Mentally, you have a lot of junk in your head that you need to get rid of, right? So living and being more of a, a, a minimalist in principle, right? It's just something I recommend to people because this whole being non-attached, salespeople ask me that all the time. Entrepreneurs help me and ask me that all, 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 all the time. I can tell you this is one way indirectly to work on that, okay? You are directly working on it in a way like this, but you're also indirectly working on it in a way, okay? And you may not have made that connection before, but let me tell you from experience, it works. It's amazing. Okay. I remember when I moved here, I had a very real experience with this and I loved every minute of it. When I first moved last May to Miami, it was like May 15th. We're coming up on the year anniversary, which is crazy to say, right? It was like mid-May, something like that of 2021. You know, I had my stuff uh, picked up a couple of days before I moved. In my mind, everything was going to go smooth. I already found a property. I was in escrow. I'll be in between for a couple of weeks and that's it. Long story short, I end up staying in that Airbnb, which is a like a studio condo, super small, without any of my stuff. I traveled with one bag with clothes, and then I had shipped over some of my suits and stuff like that. So I had like five suits, a couple pairs of clothes, you know, very minimal stuff, maybe three pairs of shoes, um, and, and just like hardly anything. One towel to go to the beach, right, if I wanted to. Literally like 5% of what I owned. I ended up being in that condo for, I want to say, upwards of about three months. Three months. So about 90 days I lived, did my thing, kept growing, did my daily routines, did everything as close as I could back home ritualistically, right? Setting, you know, a new home base here, finding an office, finding my house and doing what I did. Still going out, communicating, meeting people, living my life with literally absolutely nothing being stuck in between and in a position that would stress a lot of people, right? And I did it. No problem. So I literally went with virtually absolutely because the Airbnb I was in didn't have any of my artwork, any of my stuff. I had my little laptop, right? And that's it. So that was it. So I lived it. 
most recently, for, especially from a material standpoint, again, not having anybody around me because I had to come and I made new friends right away because, you know, socially I'm pretty well, well practiced and very good at it. If we're talking communication, you guys know that. And I've built those skills, right? But take, put that to the side. I'm still somewhere new, uncharted territory. I don't know anybody. I don't have any of my stuff. Pretty damn minimalistic. I mean, the only next step would be go to the middle of nowhere in the forest where there aren't other people. And maybe, you know, I have, don't have like, you know, running water or we're going to go to that extreme, right? Which I would be down to do as well, even if it's for 30 or 60 days, no problem. So I, again, it, on a daily basis, right? In a broad perspective, I have a lot of experience with the subject. Okay. And the next piece to add to this one is it helps you with that detachment aspect, right? Number two is you have to prove to yourself and know, and at least experience for a little bit that you're okay not having a lot. I know a lot of this is what I'm pushing towards and alluding to is material stuff because that's what people think. Okay. But I would recommend you do this, even if it's for a week or two. Why? Because when you're not around your stuff and you don't have it, you're not around the normal people and you break that routine and you go to where you break the routine and you have absolutely or almost nothing. Okay. And I'm talking, you put your phone down and you really get in that space. You realize a lot of the shit that you were worrying about is not that big of a deal. The people that you're allowing to live rent-free in your head, to stress you out, to give you anxiety, really are only there and have that power because you give it to them. The responsibilities and quote, some of the things that you force upon yourself, you realize they ain't shit, but you have to put yourself in these positions and experience it and live it to understand what I'm saying. Conceptually, some of you may understand what I'm saying. It's not that complicated, but to live it are two separate things which is why since I started 10 years ago, I said everything that I teach and that I say you need to do. Otherwise, it doesn't serve any purpose until you confirm it for yourself. Because that's a part of it too, is you confirming what I say or what anybody else teaches you to know this is legitimate. I went through it. It works. It works. I teach the people who are going to implement, the hustlers, the people who want to grow. I don't teach and bring people around me who want the easy way or the shortcut. Because this type of stuff they don't want to listen to and minimalism and quotes isn't for the person looking for a shortcut. This makes people very uncomfortable. Good. I swim and bathe and sleep and indulge in discomfort. This is, this is my world, baby. I love it. I love putting myself through rigorous workouts to be uncomfortable, right? With very minimal things. I like the old school working out like the world's strongest man. You're picking up boulders and moving them, right? And it's functional, but it's with very little equipment. I've been doing calisthenics. All I need is a bar and parallel bars. And that's it in most cases. I don't even need those because we can, you know, figure out places where we can do pull-ups or, or do dips and that kind of stuff with like a bench, right? That's also a minimalistic way to work out. But man, my body's never felt better. It's amazing. But you need to do these things. So one, it teaches you the detachment. Two, you need to experience it and put yourself in a more, even if it's temporary, extreme in quotes, position to, to get through this. But you need to see it for what it is. It proves to you and it demonstrates to you as a human being how much conditioning has been layered upon you by society, marketing companies about stuff that you need or things that you need to do, or you need to listen to this person or wear this clothes or eat this food and blah, blah, blah. And until you shut that noise off, you're not going to be able to do what I did which is really figure things out at all those levels, whether it's business, sales, money, beliefs, philosophies, right? The human body, 
nutritional science. I started doing that stuff on my own. I don't study and follow a lot of people. It's very few. I don't eat a million different things. I, fo I follow a very simple, clean, and, and just scrumptious diet that I love, but it's also extremely nutritious, right? Everything is simple in my life. Relationships, friendships, that's what you need to do. That Think of that. If minimalism, you don't understand or it, it, it mystifies you, replace it with the word simple. Keep it simple. Simple is minimalistic. Once you start making it complex, that means many pieces. Now it's not simple or minimalistic anymore. Okay. So replace that word. If, if it's too much of a buzzword for you now, or you think I'm talking about the wrong thing, I'm not. I'm just trying to simplify it even more. So anybody can listen to this and understand it. Keep things simple. Keep things simple. Many of you who come to me who want to grow a business of being an entrepreneur and being real estate, think minimalist, do two or three things and that's it. I tell people, knock on doors, cold call, work on your scripts and work every day. That's it. Man, if you just did that and stopped questioning it and complicating it, man, within a couple months or a year, you'd already have some pretty damn good momentum if you did it every single day and kept it minimalist. Your diet too. Man, maybe I'm going to share it one day, the list of approved foods that I eat. I mean, even that's only 50, 60 things. And even in my daily life, I probably revolve the same 20, 30 things, but they're good. I don't have these crazy cravings for other things. It's great. And I've never looked or felt better than I am right now. And I'm turning 36 in two months. This is awesome. But everything, dude, is minimal, 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 minimal. Okay. Now, once you've experienced it, you started doing some of the stuff. Now you want to take it to the extreme and throw a million things into your life. Go for it. But at least you've done the experience and you know what it's really like to be minimalist. And guess what? I guarantee you, once you do it, you're going to come back to it right? This is why, even though I'm making more money than ever, I'm not feeling forced to show Lamborghinis and cars, man. I just wired a hundred thousand dollars. I'm going to post this picture on social media to buy another piece of property. I've been in Florida for less than a year. I've already purchased three pieces of real estate in less than a year. And I'm investing in other things too. I'm about to buy a boat, jet skis, make money off tourism. I mean, I'm taking it to the next level with this stuff, but you look at me, my hair is long, right? You know, I'm doing my thing and speaking and stuff, but to other people, oh man, what's he moved and he's selling his stuff. He's going broke. Quite the opposite, actually. February of this year was my biggest month ever. I made multiple six figures that month, over $200,000. I'm not going to tell you exactly how much I made. I share that with the people close to me, but in that month, I made over $200,000. A lot of people that, that claim to make all this money don't make half of that or less than that a month. Yet to many people who watch, they would think those people make more money than me because they fake the funk and flashy and all that shit. I'm good with the minimalistic stuff. I don't need to stroke my ego. Will I post that stuff every once in a while? Sure. But it's not coming from an ego, right? Even minimalist with my freaking social media at this point. But man, you see how all these wires get crossed and people don't, man, minimalism is so simple, but you got to really understand it from a conceptual standpoint. Start looking at your life and saying, can I bring in some minimalism to it and where? And start there, dude. Start there. Maybe you need to start with your career, maybe with your relationships and friendships, maybe with, you know, the, 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 the style that you have, maybe, you know, your diet, whatever finances, especially, especially with your discipline around managing and building your wealth. And then, you know, your active income, whatever, you know, keep it, keep it minimal 
and you'll see how much simpler it is. It'll, it'll get the fog out of your mind. It'll make execution easier. It'll make your decision-making process a little simpler. I mean, dude, this has overarching benefits and reach into every area of your life. Ritualistically, rituals that you do every morning or every day, keep those minimal too. Keep it simple. Break it down to three or four, right? The power of three. Keep it simple, man. Read, cold shower, calisthenics workout. There you go. Boom. That's good enough. Start with that and see how that starts to change. See how easy that is to implement. And then you'll build on it, right? Then it doesn't have to be minimal again forever. But again, understand the concept and get some application and some of this rolling in your life so you can get a taste of what it is that I'm talking about and discussing. But this is why it's become so popular because again, Consciousness has been shifting because of social media, whether you agree with it or not is irrelevant because all that information is being spread and people are, are, are liking, they're not liking the current state of society. They're looking back at, you know, the whole, the, the, the old warrior mentality, you know, stoicism, ancient philosophy. And they're like, man, we want to keep stuff simple like that. We want to try it. Right. I want to get away from all the materialistic stuff and all the bing bang flash. Right. Cause when COVID hit, you saw all the, the posers immediately disappear because it couldn't fake the funk anymore. So we naturally fell into this and changing and reading this type of stuff and not liking what was happening in the world with what the governments and the, the world orders were doing and wanting to go against it. So it's another reason people wanted to live off grid a little bit more and move out of these certain states that are more populated into a lessly populated area. So collectively, we started seeing this change. So by virtue of that, minimalism kind of jumped in there because, hey, it made sense and it was totally in line with it. Now, minimalism Maybe a new term. I don't know when it came up specifically, but it's built off old stuff. This is nothing new. It's just a new word or description of what people have been doing since the ancient times, right? You look at a monk, they live a very minimalistic life, but monks have been around long before that term was ever created, right? Warriors, samurai, Spartans, right? Whatever it is, this stuff has been around for a while, but tap into it. You can learn from it. You know, you can build your discipline with it. There's so many, you know, uh, there's an abundance would be a better word of benefits from looking into this stuff. And again, more importantly, actually applying it, recommend you take a look at it, think and write some things down after this podcast from a minimalist standpoint that you can implement and do in that maybe problem area or a challenge area of your life. And Hey, watch what happens, watch what happens because it's pretty cool. And the changes start very quickly, especially in some of these key areas like health relationships, wealth, You'll see minimalistic changes to me and my discipline around money completely changed my life. And it was simple steps, reading one book, applying one system, and boom, my whole situation and future changed just like that. You can do the same in many areas of your life. You just have to do something about it. Okay. So that's it for this one, guys. Appreciate you tuning in. This is the episode for today. We'll see you on the next one. We do minimum two episodes a week. I may start bumping it up to three. We'll see. I know I've said that before, but now that things are getting more organized, I got my video crew back in check and ready to go. We can now start to turn things up. All right, that's it for this one, y'all. We'll see you on the next one. Shout out to Team BC, briancasella.com for anything that I offer, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.